I'm Jack Edwards. On this episode of the Nesson My Story podcast, Charlie Coyle lives out his dream from being a kid on the South Shore to skating center ice at TD Garden. Coyle goes to the net, score! It's funny, right when I get drafted. San Jose selects from South Shore, Charlie Coyle. If you watch the video, you can hear just these two girls screaming, they're my sister. But that's why I love them. I didn't really have a plan B of what I wanted to do for a job. I just kind of put it all out on the table. Don Sweeney made a trade acquiring Massachusetts native Charlie Coyle. It was a weird situation. You know you're in the NHL, but you don't know what team you're on. A very bizarre couple hours. The kid from Lehman ends it in overtime. For Charlie Coyle, he returned to where it all began after developing his game in Minnesota. The Bay State kid returned to play for the team of his childhood dreams. Coming to this organization and something you grew up dreaming about and just over the years, I watched clips of Bergeron and these guys and always in the back of your mind wonder what it'd be like to play with those guys. Well, that's gotta feel good for Charlie Coyle here. And now to finally have it happen is awesome. When did the dream of reality start to become a reality? How young were you? It's, uh, it's hard to tell. Um, I mean, that's all I've ever wanted to do. Everyone on my dad's side, extended family, everyone plays hockey, you know? And so I was just kind of born into it and I loved it right from the start. And my dad got me involved and I have two older sisters and they both skated. Those two older sisters are Jess and Jill Coyle. And growing up, they were never far away. Growing up with Charlie, he was always out playing. We were always out playing, my sister and I. We're only 18 months apart, so we were very close. If I wanted to play soccer, he would go out and he'd shoot on me or I'd shoot on him. Always playing street hockey. You know, when he's out front playing street hockey, in his head, you know, he's stick handling with the puck, going towards the net, and he pictured himself in a Bruins jersey. Big playoff game, Stanley Cup final, scoring the winning goal. I just kind of followed footsteps and just that's all I've ever wanted to do. Um, I'm not sure when it, you know, I knew it could really become a reality. I just put all my efforts into it and because to be honest, I didn't really have a plan B of what I wanted to do for a job. If that didn't work out, I just kind of put it all out on the table and I just put everything towards that my whole life and I, I'm, I'm fortunate to have the support I had to help me along the way. Amante score! That was a laser beam. Hockey was in his blood. Charlie grew up watching his cousin Tony Amante as a child. Could you pick up tricks from him? What, what was it like to play with, with a guy who was, was so pure as a goal scorer? He could fly. We loved watching him. You know, we would uh, go with my family and cousins and go to the games when they came to play for the, or play against the Bruins. And we'd be, uh, we were always Bruin fans growing up, but once they play the Blackhawks, I mean, that's when Tony was in the prime. We uh, we were Blackhawks fans for the night. Monty waiting, shooting, and scoring! Tony Amonte left uncovered. I mean, you can learn a lot from a guy like that. He had a couple 40-goal seasons, a really good career. And just watching highlights of him, you know, remember watching him on TV. Amonte with the score, one-handed! You don't realize what a career he actually had, you know, but to have him as a cousin and just see what he did and it almost makes, you know, being a little kid almost makes want to 
wanting and getting to be in the NHL that much more real because, hey, if someone in my family has done it, he's doing it, then why can't I do it, you know? So I, it always seemed that much more real to have, so I, I was very lucky to have him growing up. Charlie started his own path to the NHL as an elite high school player in Massachusetts. Weymouth High School, your freshman year. You guys kind of had a murderer's row to get to uh, TD Garden, right? I mean, we, we had a good, we had like 16, 17 seniors or something like that, and we just, yeah, we, I think we had one loss the whole year, and we just kind of, we knew we were gonna win every night pretty much. Can you take us through the, the playoff run? Yeah, playoffs was a different story. Um, you know, once we made the Super 8 and we played Catholic school teams and we were kind of all of a sudden the underdog. The Catholic schools always dominated. My neighbor actually made shirts that said public nuisance. You know, these schools who have kids from all over and here we are just a bunch of kids from Weymouth and trying to make a run and we won, we won a first game, you know, 3-2 against Malden Catholic and it's we can actually do this, you know, and then we start believing more and more. I remember one game, he scored, and the whole crowd went wild and was chanting, he's a freshman. Next game against number one ranked CM, and we, our starting goalie goes down about two, two days before the game. We got a goalie who's never played before in a, in a, in a especially a big game like that, maybe his first varsity start. We went 2-1, and he stands on his head, and it's like, oh my gosh, like we're, we can do this thing, and we, Keep going. We win semifinals in overtime, and uh, all of a sudden we're playing the TD Garden. It's uh, it was a crazy. I felt like I just kind of blacked out the whole game. It's even trying to think back, and it didn't go in our favor. But just to have that run that we went on, have the whole town of Weymouth behind us and supporting us. I mean, I think the whole Garden was full of Weymouth people that that game, and it. That's what I remember. When people ask me what's your favorite hockey experience or moments, and. I always go back to that one. That's definitely one of the top. Heading to BU next year, so uh, I'm excited about that. I wanted to go there my whole life, so it's kind of like a dream come true. Decision time. Uh, why did you go to BU? I was always more of a BU guy. Tony Monty went there. I played for the Boston Junior Terriers when I was younger. They were the first school to talk to me. As soon as they did, I said, yes, please, thank you, and I signed with them. I felt very lucky and I always remember that day walking out of that Jack Parker's office and them offering me and that was just such a cool feeling. San Jose selects from so Shore, Charlie Coyle. Just to get drafted is an honor in itself, but to uh, you know make the first round, it makes it that much better. Your name comes up in the first round, San Jose. I mean, were you expecting to go first round? You never know how it's gonna go. You, you always hear talks of, and I was, the talk about me was late first round. So yeah, it'd be cool to get up there and be able to go on stage and get your jersey and do all that. Um, I was trying not to get my hopes up and you're just sitting there all nervous and never know when your name's gonna be called. And it's getting deeper in the round, deeper in the round. And now you're at the 20th pick and you're thinking, oh, I guess I'm gonna go tomorrow in the second round. And then all of a sudden your name gets called and it's it just, uh, it's a really cool feeling because I, you know, you watch every draft growing up and, and on TV, and you see those guys and happy they are, and you want to get there one day. So to finally get that, it was really special. And I obviously had my family there with me, and it's funny, right? When I get drafted, if you watch the video, you can hear just these two girls screaming. They're my sisters. They started saying "Sell Shore," and there's no other team, "Sell Shore Kings." So as soon as he said "Sell Shore," my sister and I would just started screaming. So, so sure, Charlie Coyle. 
we just went off the roof, like so excited, um, big smiles, big hugs, like heart in the throat, like the best feeling. That's why I love them. That's, I mean, they support me and they're, I think they're the happiest people. Boyle goes to the net, score! With one dream in hand, Charlie would begin his first semester as a terrier under legendary head coach Jack Parker. Charlie gives us a, a, a big line. Uh, he gives us size. Uh, he gives us a lot of poise with the puck. He's just a real good hockey player. Growing up, I was, I mean, kind of like any, most kids around at BUBC, I wanted, I wanted to play there, I wanted to play in the bean pot. In my mind, there was nothing better than going to BU. I really enjoyed my time there. Front for Coyle to go! While watching the 2011 draft in his BU dorm room to see if his teammates would get drafted, Coyle got a phone call telling him he had been traded to the Wild. It was, it was Brent Burtz for me, I think Setaguchi, and then a first-round pick that year. Brent Burtz a heck of a player, and you know they're pretty happy with a guy like him, I think. But it's, it's crazy how that goes. You learn to fall in love with the team that drafted you, and you go to the state of hockey, and you learn to fall in love with them. Midway through his second season at BU, Coyle faced another critical decision and had to put one of his childhood dreams to rest. You become a junior player. How did that happen? I never thought of going to play juniors. Um, you know, never. Just I was always college. I always grew up college. Like I said, I want to play beanpot. I want to win a national championship. I never thought of that. And things just kind of happened. And through my agents and future team that I was traded to, um, they kind of wanted me to go that route. And as hard as it was, you know, you don't want to leave your team halfway through the year. I think as a person, he's, you know, wants to make everybody happy. Um, I think he felt bad for having to leave his teammates. It's the route I took. It's everyone has their different path that, that they go and that's the one I chose and as hard as it was, it was, it was the hardest decision I've ever had to make. But I did it and I go up to the Quebec League in St. John. I stayed with an unbelievable Billet family who I still talk to once, once a week. I, I visit them in the summertime or they came down here for games last year. They're here for game seven. They, you know, they support me all the time. And, and just that in itself, meeting those people and being with them, that, that's what made it feel like it was the right move. Um, and then you throw in, we had a great team up there and I played in a lot more games than I would in college. And I knew it was gonna be turning pro the next year. Um, so to get, get more games under my belt, more of a NHL type schedule, I think, that helped prep me a little more. And um, I really enjoyed my experience up there in St. John. Charlie Coyle's NHL dreams became reality in February of 2013. Looking for Coyle, scores! That's his first one, Charlie Coyle. He would spend his next six seasons in the state of hockey, learning and growing along the way. Obviously grew up uh, the Boston area, so I you know, love my hometown and, and, and love everyone there. I have a lot of family and friends, and um, but it's, it's nice to kind of venture out and, ex and explore and um, you know, kind of uh, learn about the state of hockey in Minnesota, and uh, I'm really happy where I am right now. Who were the players or coaches who were most influential on you? John Torchetti. Um, he's a mass guy, and he, I really like John. He was, he was so great to me. He's just kind of hard-nosed. If you work hard and, um, you know, you have character, he, he likes you and he'll play you, you know, and you're low-maintenance. That's all he talks about. And, um, and you learn those qualities more and more through coaches like that. John Torchetti loved his young center's size and strength. 
you know, Chucky himself, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's a big, strong kid, and he's got to, like, you, you got to give him some reminders, you know, that he is 6'3", and the number one thing for a young guy to do is to absorb it, and that's what he does, and that's why he's getting better. We had some good teams there. We made playoffs every year. Sometimes we're, you know, scratching a claw to, to make it, but we got in, and obviously you didn't win a cup. That's the main goal, but injuries happen, things happen, and everything's thrown your way in playoffs. That's how it goes. We had some teams that we, um, you know, we could make some runs, and like I said, I, I enjoyed my time there, and, and um, it was fun playing in the state of hockey for sure. Here's Coyle, Kuti score! How did you change? How did you grow up in the Minnesota years? It's <sighs> a good question. I mean, it's 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 funny looking back and and. Remembering how young you were, I was, I think I was 20 years old when I played my first game up there. Um, and now being 27 now, it's, it's crazy. And people ask you, what, what year is this for you? How many years in the league? And you sit back and thinking about it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is my, my I went, came to the lockout. It's my seventh, eighth year, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's crazy to think about. Um, but I think it was really good for me to be able to go out there um, and start my career in Minnesota where, you know, you're kind of away from home, you're, you know, not many people know you that well as much as they do at home. It was tough not being able to just drive, you know, a half an hour uh, to watch him. No matter what, we're always together watching a game. You could just see him grow a little bit more as a man, becoming into his own, getting more mature. It was like those years that he really, really grew up. I think that really helped me just to kind of focus in and um, keep building on the player already was and to keep improving that way and just feel it out and like you mentioned playing with those great players to see how people go about their business and how they take care of themselves to be great players in the league and not be in and out after a few years but maintain and make this a, a, a long career. We had a lot of that in Minnesota that really helped me. Contrast New Englanders with Minnesotans. <laughs> It's a little different, a little different. Um, I'm not saying people aren't nice right now. There's a lot of nice people around here. Minnesotans are, they're just, it's almost like they're just easy going. They're just, you know, if you try to drive around here, people are honking, people are aggressive out there. It's everyone's letting each other go. It's this and that. That's the first thing I think of. I don't know why, but I think of that. They both love their hockey. They call it the state of hockey out there. They, I'll, I'll give them that. They love their hockey. Their high school tournaments out there are unmatched. Um, I think they get more fans than we do at, or when I played for the Wild, for Wild Games. But both big hockey markets and, I mean, being able to play there and in Boston where, I mean, the, the hockey community is, is, is so great is, I feel very fortunate to be able to do both of that. Knowing I've been traded and not knowing to where, you know, it was for a moment I'm just, it was, it was weird, it felt like I was just, I, at that moment I wasn't on a team. I just didn't know where I was going. I know I was traded though. Take us back to the final 36 hours before you got the word that you were going to be a Bruin. <laughs> I was, that was, uh, that was a crazy time. Um, you know, I'm always in trade rumors um, every year. I'd say, you know, this last year I was the most kind of sane I was. I wasn't worrying about it at all. I, I figured, you know, it's a good spot, whatever, and, and, and all of a sudden, of course, it happens that way, right? And 
I get the call saying, hey, we traded you. Um, can't tell you where we're trading you because it's not finalized. He said, I can't tell you, but I think you'll be okay with it. And that was the only tip he'd, he'd give me. And I, and I, it made me think, and I'm like, you know, I called my dad right after and told him that. He goes, it's gotta be Boston, what do you think? It's gotta be a cup contender, it's gotta be Boston. I would be texting my dad. He, he said, he texted me first saying, you know, something's going on, Ch Charlie's on the move, Charlie's getting traded, but he doesn't know where yet. And now I'm like, I'm going, now I'm like fuming because I, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't wanna get my hopes up here. I don't wanna get my hopes up. My friends start texting me, heard Charlie's going to the Bruins, I need to get a sweater, black and yellow. Um, all this crazy stuff. It was a weird situation. You know, you're in the NHL, but you don't know what team you're on. It's, it was a very bizarre couple hours. And then finally got word that it was the Bruins. It was unbelievable. I had been like hoping, thinking good thoughts that he was gonna get moved. And what better place to come home and be back in Boston. I was pretty happy to be, to know that I was coming home and being close with my family and playing for a great team. After getting the news, Coyle joined the team in Vegas and prepared for his biggest homecoming yet. I don't know if it's kicked in yet. I'm just kind of going with the flow right now and seeing when it does finally. Bruce Cassidy and Captain Zdeno Chara welcomed the hometown hero. But Charlie's excited to be here. I get a chance to play, you know, in front of some of his, his family uh, you know, and, and then play with a good group of, of leaders in there. So hopefully it's a good fit for us. It's a hometown boy, so... Um... I think it's very special for him and uh, also for us. The kid from Weymouth, Charlie Coyle, has to score to extend the shootout. Deeks and tucks it home! Yeah, I'd be lying if I said it. there wasn't nerves. There definitely was. There always isn't a shootout, and that's a, uh, it was a must score there. So, yeah, there, there, was, there was definitely something. You go right into a team where they're, what were they, on a 19-game point streak last year when I came in, or something like that, you know, and it's, you're right in it, and you see firsthand how, why they are successful as they are, and we go on that run. What's that Steely Dan song? Hey, 19! You can't make this stuff up. It helps it so much just to fall more in love with this place. What a homestand. Coyle helped the Bruins lock up the number two seed in the East. One of the first games of Toronto that was home, my sister and I went, and he scored. With the 13 and Coyle on the back, just, I have chills now thinking about it. We freak out again. I felt like we were at the draft. Just watching his dreams come true, I couldn't be prouder as a sister. Krejci to Coyle, and the Leafs are mulch again! They skated past the Leafs, then welcomed Columbus to TD Garden. Have you ever played better than you played during the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs? I mean, it's, that's when you want to be at your best is playoffs. You want to be consistent and that's a trait I've tried to have is to be more consistent in my game. Just being a third line behind two lines who obviously are unbelievable and do the bulk of the scoring, but to be a third line like that and be able to score and, and, and produce the way we did was, I think, huge for us. Charlie Coyle whistled one home from the right circle. That's what happens when you play with those guys, and I mean, they're great players, and a lot of times they're making you look good, but um, you gain that chemistry when you play with each other like that, and sometimes it clicks right away, sometimes it takes time, but um, 
you know, you always remember those runs that you had. Charlie Coyle hammers it home. Goals in three straight for Charlie Coyle. It seems Charlie Coyle was destined to wear the black and gold. What started as a boy's dream on the South Shore has manifested itself into a reality on Causeway Street. Coming to this organization and something you grew up dreaming about, but playing with these guys, some guys who I've watched since I was in middle school and just over the years, even Minnesota, I watched clips of you know Bergeron and these guys and always in the back of your mind wondering what it'd be like to play with those guys and playing for this team and now to finally have it happen is awesome and I'm very happy to be here. My story is part of the Nesson Podcast Network. The home for New England sports.